Yo, what's happening, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to The Soundtrack, a podcast discussing film, television, and video game music with the fans, geeks, and super freaks. Hey, how's it going? I'm your host, Zach Demas, uh, and we're on episode three now. We're moving right along. Uh, hope everybody's doing well. Um, this episode's going to be kind of tough. I'm kind of doing this episode on uh, short notice. Um, I was originally going to do I was originally going to do a top ten best uh, Family Guy songs, uh, but I, I ran into a little trouble there. So, uh, and unfortunately, I was almost completely done with uh, the show. I was almost completely done with the recording uh, before I ran into a lot of problems. So uh, I had to scrap it. Uh, I might come back to it at some point, but uh, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna kind of have to go with a different topic on the fly here, uh, just to try and get this uh, episode done and released on schedule. So um, so today is gonna be all about. Uh, 10 of my favorite, it's not going to be exactly like a ranked top 10 list, I'm just going to do uh, 10 of my favorite uh, animated television theme songs, so uh, hopefully you'll enjoy that, I think kind of, I think I'm, my top 3 are kind of actually 3 of my favorites uh, and no I do I think these are the, the best theme songs of all time, it's really hard to pick, um, so maybe I'll try at some point, but I, I'm just going to talk about 10 of my favorite theme songs today uh, say a little bit about each of them, and then uh, bring on my brother Alex. My brother Alex is going to be my uh, special guest. Um, he was planned. Uh, we were going to talk about Family Guy together, but uh, uh, we're going to talk about this stuff instead. Uh, since we grew up watching cartoons together, figure, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, get right into it here. Um, not much going on in the way of my business. Uh, I just hope you are checking out www.mutecitymusic.com uh, for all the for any updates that are going on there um yeah not not much not too much going on right now uh i do oh i do have um a few uh jazz ensemble like big band uh sheet music available at jwpepper.com i don't think i've mentioned that before um i'm still working on trying to get a good catalog of uh big band music so if you play happen to be playing in a jazz band uh with a, your school uh or you're directing a jazz band uh and you're needing some new music. They're all original tunes, so hopefully if you're needing some new music, uh, uh, I've got a few things uh, on J.W. Pepper. Just search Mute City Music or Zach Demas, uh, uh, whatever, and uh, and you can find some of my music. And uh, I'm still working on getting more of a complete catalog set up, but uh, uh, there's, a, there's a few things on there right now, so uh, take a look, and hopefully there's something on there that you dig. And, uh, yeah, that's about it for now. Uh, oh, and I also just got set up on LinkedIn, so, uh, uh, look for, uh, look for me on LinkedIn if you're on LinkedIn as well. I'd love to connect with you guys, uh, and, uh, just kind of grow the old network. So, um, yeah, so that's about it. Uh, let's just go ahead and get right into this. I'm kind of anxious to, <laughs> to, uh, to talk about these tunes. Some of my, some of my, you know, favorite tunes growing up and they've always stuck with me so this is going to be kind of a this is going to be uh just kind of a fun little uh discussion here so the interesting thing about theme songs is that uh they can kind of take on uh, many different forms uh some theme songs are purely just musical there's no lyrics um and then there's some theme songs that uh you know the lyrics are there are lyrics um and they describe kind of you know, they kind of give you the summary of uh, what the show is about, um, depending on depending on what kind of show you're dealing with. Um, so sometimes the lyrics can just, you know, set you up for the show if you've never seen it before. Um, 
or or they just kind of remind you of what their story is. Uh, you know, so uh, uh, theme songs are theme songs can be very different. And then there's uh, there's some theme songs that uh, are just you know just songs written for the show, but uh, don't really. Uh, pertain to the show in any way like they're just uh, good songs that kind of fit uh, with whatever show they're coupled with like they just uh, there's just some cool um, theme songs out there that are just kind of unrelated uh, to the show but you know what they are because of the show like just that that song is so good that you can just you know you correlate that uh, when, when you think of the song you think of that show or when you think of the show you think of that song so they just kind of go hand in hand for some reason. So there's lots of different types of theme songs. Uh, and so on my list, I tried to find a good mix of songs that that do these that are written these different ways. And then uh, I also tried to get a good mix of of themes from different shows, from different networks, uh, and stuff like that. I wanted to try and you know just kind of mix it up a little bit because you can kind of easily get on one track. Uh, with you know picking maybe like all anime theme songs or something like that because there's obviously tons of great theme songs just in anime alone and then you take anime and there's like uh, there's like the English release of that show that has a different theme song and then the Japanese version sometimes has a totally different theme song that's in Japanese so uh, so you could just go on forever just in you know anime so but I tried to you know really uh, get different styles of animation in there and, and different shows on different networks. So uh, hopefully you guys approve. Again, these are all, I, I wish I had more time to really think about this and put them in a, in a list, but uh, the top three are going to be uh, kind of my three all-time favorites. Uh, and then the other ones that I'm going to talk about are in, aren't really any, aren't really in any particular order. So I uh, hope you dig it. All right, let's get into this. Okay, so the first uh, theme song that I'm going to talk about, we're going, we're going to just start way back in the old, in the olden times. Um, actually, prehistoric, if you want to get specific. Um, uh, I'm going to talk about the the Flintstones theme, uh, Meet the Flintstones. Uh, probably one of the 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 most popular theme songs, and it's kind of you know really stood the test of time, I think, uh, based on because I feel like a lot of people would know that theme song now, even if they've never seen the show. Um, I mean, the characters have been around a long time, and uh, this theme song, and what I like most about this theme song is that it's based on uh, a standard set of jazz chords. It's uh, it's basically the chords that are used for this song are from uh, uh, a tune by George Gershwin called I Got Rhythm, and so those the, the chord changes used in that song have become like standard chord changes for a lot of tunes. And somehow the, those chords found their way into a, a TV show theme. So, so that's a pretty cool thing, you know. Uh, getting and me being kind of a uh, having a jazz background, I, I really enjoy theme songs that kind of take that route. So, yeah. So uh, the Flintstones, the Flintstones is a great theme song uh, using kind of a standard set of chord changes. Um, and what's basically uh, it's basically known as a contrafact because what's happening is there you're when you write a melody, a new melody over an existing set of chord changes uh, associated with a different tune, that's what's called a contrafact. So uh, the Flintstones is a is a, a very fun contrafact, and uh, maybe one of the the, the most well known contrafacts uh, in the world uh, outside of you know jazz circles. So uh, I think it's just a great song, and 
Um, another thing I like about this song is how it was used when they made a. Uh, the live-action Flintstones movie in 1994, I think it was, there's a great version of the theme song in that that they adapt uh, for the movie. Um, I think the composer that that worked on that movie was uh, David Newman, um, who you might recognize. I don't know if you know Randy Newman, uh, who's famous for doing all those Pixar songs, um, like in Toy Story and all that. Um, yeah, David Newman um, is, I think, Randy Newman's cousin? I think they're cousins. And then uh, uh, David Newman also has a brother who's a composer named Thomas Newman, who you may or may not recognize from kind of the most recent James Bond movies. He he did those. Um, they're all very they're all prolific composers. They're all very successful composers uh, and fantastic work. Um, but uh, anyway, going back to David Newman, what he does really well in uh, the live action version is. Uh, he really captures the essence of the theme song, but he takes some uh, some liberties here and there. Like, the, the brass hits are, are pretty much the same, but, like, uh, on the second hit uh, after Meet the Flintstones, like, there's a big bow, and it just, uh, it sounds really awesome. And he also really, you know, kept the tradition of, of rhythm changes is usually played really fast. That, that chord progression is played fast. But uh, it's just, in general, it's a great theme. You know, it's, you know, you have to have the, the source material has to be there. Um, and I think it's just a solid song. And uh, yeah, uh, rhythm change is really cool. It's, uh, uh, it's a really cool chord progression. It's got a very distinct um, bridge. So it's an A-A-B-A form. Uh, it, yeah, it's just a really um, effective set of chord changes. That's why they're used over and over again. If you're writing a jazz tune, that's always a, it's a, that's always a good place to start. So... Uh, uh, yeah, Flintstones is a good place to start, I think, uh, for this list of, of great TV themes. Okay, so I'm going to really switch gears here now, and I'm going to talk about um, South Park and uh, the theme song for that show. It's actually uh, uh, gone through a, uh, one or two changes over the course of its uh incredibly long uh, stretch here uh, uh, I think season 20 just started so uh, uh, that's great and uh, uh, the theme song I think uh, I think the most recent theme song that they've used uh, is a little bit better than the original I, the original was more of like a country bluegrass type of thing uh, like just kind of over a blues form and and I like that one um, but I think the there's something about the the updated version that just it really matches it, it really rises to the level of the show because the 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 uh, the show is very raw so I feel like this theme song um, from Primus is is this version is a, a lot uh, it's a lot more raw and you know just with like the the electric guitar there's not what's pretty amazing is that this whole theme song is driven by just the drums it's like uh, you know, I, I just love to stamp my feet to this uh, 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 to this uh, drum groove when there's like that break uh, and, you know, Cartman and they all do their their little solo deals. And like all you hear is just the faces everywhere, humble folks without temptation. Uh, you know, I just love that. I, I like to like stamp my foot to that. It's just uh, just that brief little drum groove there is just uh, really cool. Um, it's pretty amazing how this this whole theme song in this version is driven by just the drums. So uh, it, it's almost like um, uh, like a Christina Aguilera song. Like a lot of um, her songs uh, are really driven by by drums uh, and drums alone. Uh, like uh, 
Ain't No Other Man uh, is kind of a little bit driven by the drums, and then uh, Show Me How You Burlesque. Uh, those two songs are like uh, just like it really happening, like with the drums. And you don't like there's a lot of other instruments added in for color, but really just the drums drive the whole thing. So. Uh, did I compare this South Park theme song to Christina Aguilera song? I think I did. Um, it's kind of strange, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, South Park. Uh, I've I've always liked the theme, no matter what. But uh, that the the more updated version's a little bit stronger. Um, just because, and then you've just got the the guitar, like the like that shredding guitar is just icing on the cake. Just the you know, and it. Uh, uh, that or that sliding guitar, you know, it's just a really cool thing that just is, is, uh, you know, I think it's just, it's a little bit, you know, grittier and raw, like, just like the show is. So, uh, although when you think about it, the, the country kind of bluegrass thing that they used to have kind of reflects more of the kids, you know, uh, it reflects more of the fact that, uh, it just reminds you more that they're like just regular kids, you know, um, and just all these weird things, you know, happen to them. Um, but uh, so the old theme kind of plays more on like the kids innocence, even though or lack thereof, uh, you know, and just they live in this uh, small, you know, Colorado mountain town. But then the when the themes updated, I'm not re- uh, I don't think this was the intent, but, uh, you know, it just matches, you know, and especially the way they show uh, clips from the show in their intro, um, which I think is fun. I uh, I wish more shows did that. Uh, a lot, I feel like a lot do, but I don't know. Uh, it's it's really fun to see clips of the show, and then like the the clips of the sh- uh, showing clips in the of the show uh, combined with this this theme song is just like uh, you're just sitting there going, oh boy, man. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, South Park. They just have a way of like they just have their own unique flavor. It's pretty amazing. Um, uh, even right down to the theme song, I, I, I love it. Okay, so I think I'm going to shift gears again, and uh, we're, we're going to shift to uh, Cartoon Network. And, uh, you know, there's so many uh, classic cartoons uh, fr- uh, from that network and a lot of great theme songs. So it's it, it very hard to pick uh, from those episodes, you know, uh, what the best theme song is. Uh, I think I've got a couple from Cartoon Network on this list I'm going to talk about. But uh, uh, the first of the two that I want to talk about is uh, what I feel is the most unique uh, theme song to Cartoon Network uh, is the Dexter's Laboratory theme song, um, and again, this is one of those that has no. Uh, there's no words in it. Uh, it's there's nothing uh, through lyrics that that gives you any idea what the show is about. They do it all through the animation, and so the 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 theme song really more more acts like kind of an underscore type of thing. Uh, that's just, but that's just all you can hear. That uh, there's only a few sound effects. There's not even a whole lot of sound effects uh, in the theme song uh, to really enhance what's going on. It's really all just the music telling the story, and that's what's so great. It's so hard. It's so difficult to achieve that. Um, but when you've got a theme song that's so strong that like the theme song speaks for the show rather than uh, you know having to set it up with anything. Uh, that's when you know you have a really strong theme song and you can you can still you can really recognize it and uh this one's the most interesting because it's kind of uh uh, this is the most interesting theme song for cartoon network excuse me because it's uh uh, it's very operatic 
Uh, it's very dramatic. You know, it's uh, n- unlike anything that you hear on Cartoon Network. As as uh, if I can remember, uh, there's just so many good theme songs. But uh, Dexter's Lab really kind of jumps out. Just the the soft little uh, uh, choral Oz at the beginning. Uh, uh, you've got like the the theme kind of comes in very softly, and then you've got the you've got the chorus that kind of goes oh oh oh. So <laughs> you know. Uh, it's just one of those little things that it's like, uh, th- that's what I, I enjoy most about it. It's just those, those soft little oh, things. It really, you know, it really establishes the, the, the tone there, uh, you know, very dramatic. And then, the, then by the end of it, like there's definitely a crescendo. There's definitely a growth from the beginning. It starts out so soft and uh, uh, it's very subtle. And then all of a sudden by the end of it, it's like, uh, uh, catastrophic, you know, and like the, and it just, the song does a good job of guiding you up to the, uh, you know, showing the title of the show at the very end. Um, and the, the big, uh, uh, fluorescent sign lights up or, or he tries to get it to turn on. Um, and then just the, like the, you get the, you know, and all the, uh, the sparks shoot out and it like, it's just a really great opening. Like that's exactly what you want from a theme song. Uh, and, you know, you get a sense of, you know, this vast world, like this huge laboratory that uh, seems to be endless. You you get a, you see that right away. And the, I think only a song like that can uh, reflect the enormity of, of uh, this world that's, you know, underneath and behind these, this, uh, this kid's walls, you know. So it's a, a very interesting theme. And I think that's, uh, it's kind of hard to argue how well that, that, song establishes uh how well this the the song sets up the show uh so dexter's lab is definitely one of my favorite theme songs um a lot of good stuff from cartoon network but uh uh that's definitely one of the best okay so i think it's definitely about time i talked about uh some anime here and uh probably one of the best uh anime themes especially for an american audience uh, is uh, the theme song for Dragon Ball Z, Rock the Dragon. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard the uh, the original Japanese theme song uh, for the uh, Japanese release of the show, uh, but uh, that one's really cool too, but uh, <laughs> since I live in the United States, I'm going to talk about the American one. Um, uh, in a future episode, I'll probably talk about Japanese theme songs, but for now, uh, it's Rock the Dragon, and uh, let me just say... Uh, this song just kind of feels American when you listen to it. Doesn't it just kind of sound like, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's very rugged. Um, it's very intense. Um, uh, everything from, you know, the vocals, like they just, uh, they really pound it out. And, uh, I think that the guitar sound that they chose, the guitar sounds that they chose just are really work for this. Um, uh, uh, they're crunchy, but there's also some definition there. Um, I just really like the sound of the guitars and it just, it really works. Um, you've got like this, you know, dragon roaring, you know, sound effect. And it's just, uh, it's really cool. Uh, and the best part about this theme song though is, and I love theme songs that do this is when, uh, you kind of have like these two different, like you have like a style shift or there's some sort of change that happens. Like the, in this one, there's like a tempo change. Like it basically goes from like this really, you know, hard four on the floor rock to, uh, uh, to, uh, uh, like a double time feel, uh, like just like a blazing fast, like, uh, heavy metal. So it goes from like, like more of a, 
a heavy ro- uh, hard rock to like a to more of a fast, uh, uh, almost like a death metal type of thing. Uh, it's just really intense, and uh, I feel like you know, like Goku or somebody, you know, going Super Saiyan like in music form. That's what this song really is, I think. Uh, <laughs> so it's just it's super good. Um, but I think the only knock I have about this theme song, I don't, uh, I haven't really discussed a lot of disadvantages in the songs I've talked about um, in in any of my episodes. Uh, but really, one problem I do have with this theme song, I should, I should kind of do that, address both sides of the, I should address both sides more. But uh, what really kind of bothers me about this theme song is there's no, um, there's not really a a, a definitive ending. Uh, it just kind of, you know it kind of craps out a little bit and i think uh, i really wish it uh there was more of a you know like a definite uh a definite final punch or something cuz it just it really kind of it just kind of dissipates or something I, I don't really know what happens but it just kind of it gets so intense like it's building up building up building up and then it just uh you know, it just kind of fizzles out, but, uh, you know, but like, while you know, Goku's just, they're all standing there like all, you know, badass, but like the music just kind of, you know, disappears. Uh, so I feel like that's kind of weird, but, uh, uh, that's kind of way the show goes sometimes. Sometimes there's like this build, big build up, and they charge up and then, uh, they've got all this hair and, you know, and they're all, and all these muscles. And then it's just kind of like, oh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> Still a great show though. And a great theme song. Uh, that's just like one little problem I have with it. Uh, but yeah, uh, but still a great theme song, Rock the Dragon. And just the way they sing Rock the Dragon, uh, uh, it's just so, uh, it just really gets me. Um, such a great theme song. Okay, uh, moving on. Okay, so I'm revisiting another uh, classic show, another classic cartoon, and... So the thing about the Inspector Gadget theme is how, you know, we've got the songs that, you know, where the lyrics describe the show a little bit or give a little bit of background, and you've got the songs like Dexter's Lab that have that have nothing like that. It's just all music. Um, then you've got Inspector Gadget where all they say, that like the only, the only words that you do hear in this theme song are Inspector Gadget. So uh, really what they're kind of doing with that is they're saying, hey, he's Inspector Gadget, man. Like, what? What else do you need to know? Uh, and then just with the, what's going on the screen, it's like, yeah, this this guy is a not he's not an ordinary um, he's not an ordinary detective. You know, he's got uh, weird random stuff coming out of his uh, coming out of his body. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, really, what more can you say? It's just Inspector Gadget. That's all you need to say. I always like this kind of stuff, like uh, these kinds of theme songs, like for for Private Eye, uh, Super Spy, these types of songs. Uh, uh, those are my favorite um, theme songs, and and uh, it's it's hard to write. You know, you could. It, it sounds easy, like you. Um, all these theme songs kind of have similar ideas. Uh, they're they're very bluesy, uh, you know, and that that kind of thing. Uh, but this one's a little bit. This one kind of deviates from the blues a little bit. Like they they didn't they decided to take it like a slightly different direction you know it's it's still like in a minor key but uh it it manages to be kind of playful cuz it's a kids show uh so you know it manages to be a little bit uh playful with it it doesn't it's not too serious it it doesn't take itself too seriously it's still kind of like light and bouncy uh but it still has that kind of a uh a detective kind of an attitude at the same time so there's like the, a really good balance there um 
the part where it's uh, the part where they say uh, "Go gadget, go," um, which I guess those are the only other words that they say in the whole thing. I almost forgot about that. Uh, when they say "Go gadget, go," that, that kind of the mood lightens up a little bit, uh, kind of like you know, you know, because he's the hero. Like it, that that kind of tells you more that he's a hero rather than like a uh, like an anti-hero. You know, he's uh, you know he's very much a good guy. Um, and then, you know, sometimes there's like those rogue, you know, heroes that don't really consider themselves heroes. Uh, like you'd have to write, you'd have to kind of go a different direction with your theme song. That one can maybe be a little bit more kind of nasty and like, uh, uh, maybe even more aggressive. I don't know. But this one, uh, this one keeps it kind of bouncy and, uh, you know, and cartoony, you know? So I think there's a, there's a really good balance there. So Inspector Gadget, um, uh, obviously is is one of the better theme songs and this one also uh, w- was uh, used really well for a movie I think I want to say John Debney uh, did the music for the uh, live-action movie even though the uh, the movie wasn't good I still uh, I still like the uh, the version of the the theme song that they used for that yeah I think that shows a, a, a little bit before my time but uh, still a really strong theme and uh, uh, very very enjoyable and and, uh, go, go, Gadget Segway. Okay, the next theme song I want to talk about uh, is very near and dear to me. Um, it's probably one that not a lot of people would uh, have in, in a list of theirs, but uh, uh, definitely for me, it's just, for some reason, there's certain songs that just hook you, and it, it's kind of hard to explain why you like the song so much but it it, uh, it just you know hits you in a specific way and that's um, uh, the I think the song the name of the song is actually the chosen one uh, it's the theme song from uh, American Dragon Jake Long uh, I have to clarify though that uh, th- this show only went for two seasons I think uh, and they basically they use the same theme song uh, the same lyrics and everything but they uh, it was re-recorded I think the second time uh, the it was re-recorded by the Jonas Brothers for season two. Uh, I'm actually referring to season one when it was recorded by, uh, I think, uh, Marvin, I want to say. Uh, so I, I like the first season version, but like the Jonas Brothers version, forget about it. Um, uh, but the uh, the first version, the there's something about the way they do it. Um, it, it grooves really hard. Uh, and I really just, my favorite part about the song is the bass line. Um, uh, see if you can find the, the, a recording of the, the season one version. Um, like it's just got a really smooth bass line and, uh, I just like how the, uh, the drum fill kind of lines up with, uh, uh, what's the kid's name? Uh, uh, Jake's friend is like playing drums, uh, in the intro, uh, and like his drum fill, uh, is synced with the, the drum fill in the, in the recording. So, uh. It's kind of fun. Like, there's just some some fun little things in there that um, the that I just kind of personally enjoy. Uh, so, but yeah, just really cool bassline, and it just it really kind of grooves. It's it's one of those theme songs that you don't want it to end. Like, you want it to keep going. I don't think there's like a full version of the song. I think since it's uh, the lyrics are basically you know it's one of those theme songs that just describes this character, the main character. Uh, and how he, you know, transforms into a dragon and cool. Um, uh, so there's, uh, but 
it's one of those theme songs that like you, you just wish was longer so that you because you, you just don't want the song to end uh and uh so this one just kind of a personal favorite of mine uh uh american dragon jake long and and a fun show in the beginning season two i don't know what happened but they went in a totally different direction and it just didn't work but they had something there like they're uh, I think it was a Disney show, right? So, like, Disney had something uh, uh, for a really brief time, and then they screwed it up. Uh, but, uh, you know, sometimes... But, you know what? That's uh, that's all right. So I, I'm just glad that that uh, they got one good season out of it. I think... Uh, I wish... I kind of wish... You know, they talk about, you know, you know bringing uh, Samurai Jack back and all these things, uh, but... Uh, uh, which is great, but uh, I kind of almost want... Uh, that show back. I want American Dragon Jake Long back and done like the right way. I wish some another company would uh pick it up and run with it cuz I it's a it's a cool it was a cool show. I enjoyed it back in the day. All right, now I want to go back and hit uh the second of the two Cartoon Network uh theme songs that I think uh really make Cartoon Network stand out. And uh it is a close call between this one and the uh, the Powerpuff Girls theme, but uh, you know the Powerpuff Girls theme is more of like a like an overall intro. I, I feel like once the the music starts, it doesn't the music doesn't have enough chance to really develop. So uh, even though it's like a great intro, but I see the intro like the uh, the animation and the music kind of being one thing, and I kind of want to just pick one. Uh, theme song that really the music shines uh, if that makes sense uh, and that's the uh, theme song for Ed Ed and Eddie okay so you know with my jazz background I kind of was I was really tempted to pick this one um, and I didn't pick it just because it's kind of you know in, in more in the jazz realm but uh, the the way I think to write a good theme and this song really proves it is um, if you have a great idea for a melody uh it sometimes can really be taken to the next level by like what timbre you use that melody with, like uh, like what kind of sound you're you're going with on it, um, because you know it sometimes it's kind of hard. It it's a hard thing to figure out. Like, well, this is a nice melody, but like how it doesn't really sound good with uh, like a, this person singing or uh, you know with the like a you know with like a, a wind instrument playing or something. Uh, but with this theme song, you know, it's the theme song's done in whistling. So it, it's just a really good idea, like uh, really kind of creative and unusual how like this melody, uh, like the the whistling is really the identifier. And that's, by the way, how you can identify this show in like the first two seconds. Like that's all you need is uh, that whistle right at the very beginning. You know, um, you hear that whistle and bam, you're, you're already there. It's like, oh, that's Ed, Ed and that's Ed, Ed and Eddie. You just know it. Um, and then, so like, not only is the the theme song starts off with whistling uh, with a whistle, but then the melody is a wh- is whistling. Uh, so you get this kind of interesting uh, thing happening where you know the 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 melody is not totally you know perfectly audible. Like it's not uh, uh, you you can get what the melody is without even really he- without hearing all the notes exactly. Uh, if that makes sense, like. Um, you know, because there's like a lot of smearing, there's a lot of scooping up and down because it's whistling, you know, it's not, you know, the notes aren't going to be perfectly there. I'm not like a, a, a great whistler. Um, 
I can produce sound, I guess, but, uh, it's, it's pretty hard. So, uh, it's pretty hard for me. So, um, but yeah, so it's really good idea to like do this theme song with whistling. And then you take this theme song and like, it just, it, this is one of those theme songs where, um, the, you know, you just let the action on screen take over and explain what's going on. Like the, the guys just fight for screen time. That's basically it. That's all you need to know. So the music just kind of guides you through that. It doesn't really, um, need to tell you a whole lot about these kids like you just find out when you watch the show and but what this music really does like during the show is they take these they take this thing they take this unique uh texture and this unique sound that they've created uh almost like a sonic trademark and they they bring it and they they use it throughout the episodes uh it to you know to really convey all the almost like uh looney tunes a little bit you know where uh, or Tom and Jerry, like the music, except the music is much more technically demanding in those uh, those older episodes. Uh, but like this, like there's a lot of that character. Um, there's a certain character that goes with everything that's happening. You know, the, the music follows them. It kind of, uh, you know, it, it uh, assists the, the storytelling, you know, um, really guides the, the, the story along. So uh, the music... Uh, in this show is really unique, not just the theme song, but the way they use it throughout. Um, and I think that's really important because a lot of shows, you know, just, you know, they have this random theme song that's the, the intro and then the ending credits maybe, but then it just has, it doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the show. So, uh, it's really important when you, you've got this, you know, unique idea that you hold on to that and you really use it. So, uh, I think they did a great thing with this. That's why Cartoon Network and all the Cartoon Network shows, I think, do this a little bit better um, than other ne- than other shows on other networks. Um, uh, I could be wrong, but uh, uh, the, just thinking about all the Cartoon Network shows, I feel like those uh, those shows do music a little bit better. Um, but that's not to say that you know. Uh, all the the classic Nickelodeon shows, they do um, they do a great job too. But it just doesn't come to my mind as quickly as uh, some of the Cartoon Network stuff. Uh, you know, Powerpuff Girls. Oh man, they're all over that stuff. Like the the just they have those sounds. Each episode's got a specific sound, and uh, that you uh, really it makes you it really grip it really grips you. So uh, Cartoon Network is great for theme songs, and I think uh, Ed Ed and Eddie. Uh, is one of those great theme songs as well as Dexter's Lab. Okay, so now I'm going to go through my top three uh, favorite cartoon theme songs of all time, animated cartoon themes of all time. And these these are ranked, uh, again, these are still my personal favorites, but these I can definitely say are my three favorite theme songs. And so coming in at number three is a theme song that I recently discovered uh, the first draft of. I was watching um, a YouTube video by Butch Hartman uh, on his channel, who is the creator of uh, the Fairly Odd Parents and Tough Puppy and uh, Danny Phantom. And he talked about he talked about how the Danny Phantom theme was was uh, different. Uh, when they first drafted it to uh, the the version that they used in the show, and if you ask me, I thought both versions. When he pl- he he showed the original version uh, with kind of like with sketch drawings because they never fully animated that uh, the intro with that music. Um, so 
so they kind of just threw a video together with the with the old theme song and he talked about how uh, you know when whenever you're creating anything anything that you create you can always you know make something better like there's always a way that you can push yourself uh, to make something better like uh, like try just don't settle on on the first thing that you come up with sometimes it may work I don't know but that's you know very unlikely and I, I really agree with that um, th those were you know, those were my words not his uh, but uh, but I really agreed when he was talking about how uh, you know there's always a way that you can push yourself and I, I, I think if give it time you you start to realize that, oh this could be a little bit different you know you know you're always trying to make yourself better and and everything that you create so uh, so he played the original theme uh, that he that he worked on with his uh, with his composer guy moon and to be honest it was just phenomenal this even the the first draft of the song was uh, just blew me away so if you ask me I think that both of these theme songs are are really strong the 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 uh, and so for this list, I'm basically uh, talking about the one that actually was used for the show uh, when the show finally aired. But uh, got to give a lot of credit to the fact that uh, these were kind of like the 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 two songs were very similar. See if you can find that video. Just search on YouTube uh, for that video of him talking about uh, the original Danny Phantom theme. And these songs have a lot of the same ideas, like they they are made up of the same parts, kind of. But uh, they ha there's just two totally different takes. And what they they what they landed on was uh, the uh, the kind of the rap style. And in, in he uh, Butch Hartman uh, explained that the original theme song didn't really tell Danny's story the way that he wanted the the way that he wanted it to, and he felt like the the uh, there wasn't much setup for this show, and you know, like I said earlier, you know, some some theme songs don't need that, uh, don't need that. But he felt like for this show, it was really important to have a very good setup in terms of a story, like through these lyrics. Um, so the the original is uh, sung kind of more uh, standard, kind of it sounds a little bit more like a standard theme song. But with just that little extra effort, they turned that they turned the theme song into something. Uh, totally different and uh, uh, very unique. It's just a very unique theme song. Um, a lot of the same uh, basic elements are there, instrumentally uh, kind of, and and the same vibe is there. But it just uh, they changed the lyrics to fit a little bit better uh, with um, setting up the story. And also, in, if you listen, when you listen to the original, you can, you kind of can't understand what the guy is saying because uh, I think it's really cool. Uh, what he's singing, but there's parts where they, they the music and the the vocals kind of bleed. I don't know if the they just needed to turn the vocals up, but uh, I, I when you listen to it, I when I listened to it, I I couldn't really hear uh, some of what they were singing in in certain parts. But um, the parts that I could hear were like, wow, this is really cool. And and they took those um, they took the same ideas from the lyrics, but they just uh, morphed it into a different way and and this rap that they turned it into is just so hip, you know, rather than singing, like they just, uh, this guy just, uh, lays it down. Like just, he just lays down the lyrics and it just sounds, uh, so much better. I can really see, you know, you, you never really realize that something, even though it may sound really good, there's always something that, that can be enhanced and, or changed in some way. 
And uh, so Butch Hartman was was really right about that. But to be honest, I love both of the theme songs. Uh, the one that they finally uh, ended up with is just great. Uh, there's cool like vocal effects, but then you've got like this this synth bass that starts it off, and it, it's like such a really cool sound because it's very it's a it's a well-rounded sound, and it's kind of got a little bit of a punch. And again, it just it, it starts off like really simply, and it starts off with this simple motif that da na 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 da na, you know, just two notes, you know, that's how how it starts off. But uh, it's this really cool idea, and with this kind of a thumping synth bass sound, it just sounds really nice. Um, but then it kind of grows into this thing, and you've got kind of like a choir Oz uh, happening really faintly, um, and then. What's really special about this theme song, and in both cases, the 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 final version and the the first draft, there's a, a distinct style shift. Just like the the Dragon Ball Z theme, there's a distinct style shift. You get kind of this straight up kind of a hip hop thing going on uh, through the first part, like this hip hop rap thing, and then they switch, uh, uh, they they shift to this uh, like kind of an R and B groove. Uh, and then the bass even changes. The bass changes, uh, like, it, it's a little bit more pronounced in the high end, I think, so you can kind of hear it. It's, uh, it doesn't sound quite as dead as the, as the bass when it starts. Uh, it, it, you have this little bit more of a high end so that you can hear, uh, some definition in the bass. You get a little bit more treble, and then it kind of turns into this, like, funky groove, uh, like, the guitar, uh, this, the guitar starts playing, like, a really good funk riff, and, uh, you know, there's so there's like a distinct difference happening there uh, that kind of like these, you know, really telling the story well. So you've got like these two sides of the like. So so the first part is him, you know, uh, getting into the machine and then, uh, you know, turning it on. And then like this is like when he's just a, a normal kid. And then all of a sudden, like the he has the accident and then the style shifts and he's like a ghost now. So it's like uh, you're telling a story just with the music where he like starts as a normal kid and then boom he's a ghost like you it breaks into this really funky groove and it's just like oh man it uh, it's so happening it just works it it works so perfectly and they do that in both instances which i think is the cool thing uh uh but it, the fact that uh it but but for some reason the fact that's a, that it's a rap it you can understand better what's going on, even though the words is more of a mouthful to try and like sing along with. Uh, you can under you hear it better, and uh, like when the guy's singing, it just doesn't seem to the the lyrics sound kind of uh, it doesn't flow very well. It sounds kind of uh, it sounds kind of off to me. Uh, I don't know. You, you listen to it and see what you think if you can find it. Um, but yeah, just for some reason the rapping. Uh, just makes a little bit more sense. The The singing's not bad, but just that's kind of the big thing that was changed. So, like, you've got the same kind of ideas. You still have that groove shift, and you still have the same concept. It's just amazing how close they got with that first draft. Uh, like, just off the bat, they had a great idea, but then it, just that little bit extra, uh, that little bit of a tweak kind of just really brought, uh, breathed new life into this theme song. Yeah, so what we can take... So what you can take away from that is, uh, you know, if you're creating something, uh, anything you're working on, you can just always try to do something to make it better. Uh, you know, it, it's hard to, it, boy, it really is hard to know, especially as a composer, like when you're truly finished. How do you know when you're truly done? And it's one of those things where it sounds kind of cheesy, but I guess you just know. 
And so when uh, Butch Hartman and Guy Moon were working on this theme song, they just knew that they weren't done yet. Uh, they knew that there was something else that wasn't quite right. So, man, just for those people, you know, to realize that is just astounding. And like that creativity, uh, I just I really admire those people. Uh, and so Dan the Danny Phantom theme is one of my favorites because it, it taught me a really valuable lesson. Okay, so it's really hard for me to go uh, two episodes in a row without talking about Pokemon, apparently. So, uh, number two, I don't really know if this is just uh, the nostalgia talking, but the Pokemon theme song for the uh, for the actual TV show is is pretty great. <laughs> I, th I think what sets this song apart from other theme songs is... Uh, that it's just rather than you know kind of explaining what pokemon are you don't really need to know that it the song the song just does a good job of saying well these creatures exist and the point is that you want to be friends with these creatures and you want to grow and you want to grow with them so like it's just very it's just a motivational song it's very moving uh, there's talk about courage and, you know, teaching, like learning, you know, all these really positive things. And I think that's why a lot of people grab onto it. It's just such a positive song, uh, like facing challenges, you know, that, that kind of thing. Uh, it, it, it's just got such a strong message that I don't, I just don't think it's rivaled by any other theme song. You know, it's just like, uh, rather than explaining what these creatures are, it, the, the song just jumps right to, you know, why are these creatures important? These creatures import are important because it's about building friendship and all this stuff. Um, and, you know, not to get too deep into this, but uh, just seeing just the way the song starts coupled with, uh, you know, how you see Mewtwo uh, and like Mewtwo uh, based on from the first movie that they did. Uh, it's kind of like Mewtwo kind of, you know, contemplates in ex his existence, you know, why uh, you know, what is my purpose uh, for being here? And I feel like this song, in a way, kind of, you know, reflects that. It kind of answers that, you know, it's, you know, life is about forming bonds and, and you know, having friends uh, and building friendships and, you know, uh, overcoming challenges. So really those two things, like, I feel like, I think, I feel like the main message of the song and, you know, like showing Mewtwo right off the bat is like, you know, he's a, he's a clone. Of, of a, another Pokemon so but it's like you know you know everyone has a purpose here and and even though he doesn't know what his is uh, at first you know he figures it out and I feel like this song is kind of uh, in a way uh, establishing what the theme of the show is but also that I feel like that that idea can be carried into life itself you know I feel like that's why people gravitate toward this this song so much and 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 you know rightfully so it's just it's just a really nice song so if you want to talk about this song from a, a technical standpoint what makes it so good uh there's no better place to start than uh, with the intro uh this is one of the best intros for for theme songs uh you know the theme song's the beginning of the episode every episode but then the intro is the beginning of every time you hear the theme song so it's really important that as like in the first like two seconds that you uh, that you uh uh, get a hold of your uh, audience's attention and this song certainly achieves that uh, the this big drum fill that starts it all off and then uh, you've got the you've got the beginning of the guitar riff that's like that first statement of the of the uh, of the uh, guitar and bass riff that that happens there uh, and then you've got 
uh, and then it all it all backs away, and then you've got like pretty much just vocals. Like you've got a very sparse um, accompaniment underneath. Uh, you know, so that just gives all this room for the 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 first verse of the song, the the melody to be heard. Uh, you know, it just it just pops right out at you. Um, and so, like you, uh, you, you get these lyrics, and then, like in between phrases, you get this, uh, you, uh, you get these hits that, uh, like songwriting 101. Like if you want like a really good um, hook for your song, like distinct hits uh, that's not just like straight time. You know, a lot of times, you know, the 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 hook of a song people will do just like uh, a chord progression or something, but it's like straight time. And it that's not really that much of an attention grabber. It's just kind of uh, it's just kind of there. Uh, so it's like maybe a simple chord progression or whatever you're using as your hook. But um, some people don't really take it to the next level. Like definitely rhythmic hits uh, combined with some sort of like a, a unique chord progression really uh, sell it. So that's what you really listen for. And so this song definitely has that. This song may, uh, anticipates. Uh, you anticipate those hits as much as you anticipate the lyrics and wanting to sing along. You sing, you sing along with the vocals, but then you sing, uh, or at least I do. I, I want to sing the hits too because uh, uh, they're so unique. That's what's unique about the song. Uh, in in addition to like really great lyrics, like you've got these uh, these counter actions or these uh, uh, you've got these counter hits that are uh, you know really part of the whole thing as well. Uh, it brings it all. It ties it all together. Um, so you know you've got these uh, these really great hits, and uh, their their character just completely matches. Like the very first line is "I want to be the very best," like no one ever was, and like that is uh, a powerful statement in in uh, in words. So you better put something musically in there that says the ver- the the exact same thing. And this was perfectly done. Like. Uh, that's why it's so good. That's why the song is so good because from the very beginning you're just hooked, like it's you're there. And then the, you know beyond that, the rest of the song is great. It just but just the way it starts, uh, just it sets the tone for the for the entire rest of the song, and and it sets the tone for the uh, for the show too. You know, so so when it hits the chorus and it's just you know Pokemon gotta catch them all. Uh, that part you can just kind of let the rhythm section, you know, just play time and just play a good groove. Um, but when when you're listening to the verses, like you really need a good a method to like really make the vocals stand out. Uh, uh, you just there needs to be a way that those vocals get a chance to shine. And uh, you know, and then what they do is they really develop uh, the verse in that uh, you know you you're getting those hits the first time on the first verse. But then if you've ever heard the full version of the the Pokemon theme, uh, the second verse, uh, the second verse is drums uh, with nothing else. So it's like they're they're uh, so they're still playing the hits, but the drums are playing straight time in addition to the hits. So like you've got a little bit of a different texture going on the second time around. And uh, so that's really cool how they they develop that. So. Uh, that's a, a really good technique in songwriting is, you know, between the first verse and the second verse, uh, if, if that's what you start with is, um, the verse, you know, that, that technique of, you know, you have to develop the verse, the, the, the background music for the verse in some way, or the, uh, the accompaniment, I shouldn't say really background music because it's part of the music. Uh, so yeah, you really need to have some distinction there, uh, for like a really effective song. So, uh, this song just does all these things right. And, uh, that's why p- people, uh, gravitate to this song, uh, 
it's just uh, it's just perfectly crafted. Okay, here's the deal. There is no way that you can convince me that Tank isn't the best uh, cartoon theme song of all time. What's amazing about this theme song is that I, I'm not really a huge fan of Cowboy Bebop. I'm not really a fan of the show. I really just love the theme song. It's like almost hard to believe that it even is a theme song for anything. Uh, I feel like the show was created for the theme song rather than the theme song being created for the show. Uh, Yoko Kano is such a fantastic uh, is such a fantastic composer. All this, all the work that uh, she did for uh, that show is just phenomenal. And if you want to talk about a theme song like hyping you up for something, it's just like uh, the Emperor's New Groove in my first. Uh, um, uh, in my in my first episode where I talked about like when the song comes on you just are instantly excited uh, this this tunes the same way just the the very beginning like uh, again a very strong intro uh, just blasting right out of the gate and then it backs off you know and then it's just like a uh, bass solo you know it's just and it's such a cool I'm just a big fan of like blues like this basically this tune is is just like a minor blues um, and the bass line just outlining the blue scale, basically. But uh, it's just such a strong, it's such a strong idea. Simple, uh, but really simple and really strong. And the way that just with the strong intro and then uh, kind of backs up, it kind of backs off and then it builds up again. Uh, uh, the melody, uh, albeit a little bit repetitive, is... Uh, it's a good thing still I, I think it's a it's a really strong it's a really strong melody uh sometimes I get really tired with uh, super repetitive melodies like that but this one uh it it just works and you know what I think it maybe just works because of the way the melody is presented uh, you know you've got these clear phrases even though it's repetitive like there are clear phrases in between each there's space in between each uh phrase each collection of notes and What's happening it, when it comes back to the? It's a basic. It's like an A A B A form, kind of like a minor blues, but there's like a bridge in there. So like after the bridge, it comes back to the final statement of the original melody, and but this time you've got uh, this counterline going on in the trumpets, this super technical line, uh, and like really high, you know, just screaming trumpets, and I think that that kind of a simple melody contrasted with the with the crazy trumpet stuff going on it's just brilliant and if uh man if you've got the the players that can play that look how effective that is it's just uh that contrast that difference between something kind of you know simple and grooving and then kind of like wild and out of control <laughs> uh is just uh like the it's like a perfect marriage kind of like those two you enjoy listening to both of those parts and you're not really thinking too much about the melody. You just like the whole. You just like the whole. You just like the composition as a whole. You know, like the. Uh, there's so many great individual things happening that the big picture almost uh, is just icing on the cake. Like you just love. Like I could listen at one. I could listen to this song once uh, just to hear the bass part. Then I, I hear it next time just for the horns, or maybe just the trumpets, and then next time for the saxes. Uh, then the next time for like the bongos, you know, uh, just the, the, the bongos, when the bongos come in, uh, and just like, there's a, you know, the, the bass is playing just for a little bit. And then the drum, there's a, that, that 
little uh, like tom the the little fill on the toms uh, that that happens and then the and then the bongos start right at, at the intro just so cool and it's one of those things that you anticipate like that you really you can't wait to hear that when it happens uh, and all these things just combined uh, really make this song so fantastic and then all this other music for the show that supports this theme song uh, everything's got like a very unusual like jazz uh, there's like an eclectic mix of of styles here like like jazz mostly in the jazz realm you know some very interesting stylistic things some some Latin music in there uh, so like it all is like a complete package so really the whole soundtrack of Cowboy Bebop I would say is number one uh, some of the like the best writing for the show because there's a different uh, th- there's a different theme for each episode of Cowboy Bebop so uh, not only do you have a great uh, overall like overarching theme song but then you've got these little things then you've got these little ideas that uh, are the theme of each episode uh, these these sub themes that are just uh, all really awesome or most of them some of them I don't really like uh, to be honest but uh, it's hard to like everything but it's just a complete collection the whole cowboy bebop soundtrack is just uh is you know you just get such a complete picture out of it and uh uh out of the show even though the the show's not great because like there's a lot of elements that go into a a, a tv show it's not just the music but the music on its own it's like (laughs) uh it's like a a a seven-time all-star uh, on on the same team as like a, a bunch of first year you know rookies. It's like crazy when it comes to this this uh, music. It's just like I feel like this music could go and be awesome with another any other show. Like oh you want to take this cowboy be hot music and, and put it, like just throw it into some other anime. I'm sure it would be like, I'm sure it would be phenomenal. Uh, like this music really uh, is just really smart. This music's just really clever. Yoko Kano. Uh, uh, hit a gold mine with this music. Sometimes, man, you just come up with some brilliant stuff. But anyway, uh, going back to going back to Tank, uh, this song is just another one of those songs that, uh, uh, like, it just starts so strong and then it ends so strong, and you, you just don't want it to end. Uh, it's just the the anticipation, like that the very the 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 coda, like that very final statement of mel- statement of the melody into the coda. Uh, or the the outro, basically. You know, the trumpets are just going, Wah! you know, they're just <laughs> they're just screaming over the top, and, uh, and then the and then the there's that cool like out, uh, sax solo at the very end there, and then it's just like you know just blam, like everything's building, like the whole song is building to that very last chord, like that final chord, uh, just ah, uh, man, I. I just love the, the the tank theme song. There's just so many things that are right about this song. Uh, so that's my number one uh, theme song for an animated series uh, of all time. And uh, no questioning that in my mind. That's just number one, Tank from Cowboy Bebop. Okay, it's that time again. Uh, I'm bringing on my very special guest uh, for this episode. We're kind of already running a, a little bit over time, um, but uh, I just want to have a quick uh, little conversation with uh, my brother Alex. My brother Alex is here, so uh, uh, thanks for being on. Thanks for taking time out of your busy day to <laughs> come good. in here. Um, 
Alex is a, uh, uh, we are a musical family. Alex is a, a piano player and, uh, uh, and played saxophone for a while. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yep. but uh, he, he went a different direction than I did, but that's okay. Still play a lot of piano and stuff. Um, oh, wait till he sees uh, my birthday present I got for him. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Oh, goodness. He, um, well, yeah, thanks for thanks for hanging out with me. Even oh, it's, it's a delight. Short time. I'm, I love to talk about music and especially with you. So, yeah, it's it's great. Thanks for having me. I do enjoy it as well. Um, so, yeah, we're talking about theme songs. I was originally going to do the uh, the Family Guy thing, the top my top ten Family Guy songs, but um, it really just... Uh, uh, it didn't work out. So, did you put <laughs> Family Guy? Out. Did you put Family Guy on your list of uh, cartoon theme songs that you discussed? I, you know what? I did not. Uh, I or didn't talk about that. American about Dad or any of those? Nope. Those kind. Of, you no, stayed away talk. from that. Kind of like kids' cartoons more. Or? Yeah. Well, no, any cartoons really. I'm. Kind of, this is kind of just. But uh, no, yeah, it's really open to anything. So any any theme songs that come to your mind that uh, you. Um, well, I mean, it's a funny thing because. You know, when you like a theme song, is it is it that you like the song itself or do you like the show that comes along with that theme song? You know, I feel like yeah. as, especially in my childhood, my my musical brain was opened up because of the theme songs and the music and the shows that I liked. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know if the nostalgia factor has a lot to do with it or. Um, yeah. it's, it's kind of hard to know sometimes. I think Pokemon, the Pokemon theme song Pokemon is has right a there. nostalgic theme. But I think it really is a good song. I think especially when we were younger, like, uh, you know, the Fairly Odd Parents, that mm-hmm. theme song, it's like super upbeat, get your toe tapping. And uh, although even wasn't my favorite show, I just loved yeah. I love that style of music, big band and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, it's nice. It really is nice when those... Uh, Theme songs, it's amazing what different directions uh, theme songs can take as far as, like, style and stuff. Mm. So, you know, I think for some reason a big band style is, like, really refreshing or, like, some uh, jazz style because I, I kind of talked about Ed, Ed, and Eddie a little bit, yeah. and that's really nice. It's got You got, like, the, like, uh, plunger trombone with the plunger mute and... Uh, the the cool the cool brass sounds yeah and uh, <laughs> so it's it's really interesting you know it's like uh, lots of different um, stuff like lots of different directions that things yeah and it's it's cool because you know the the sh- like we were kind of saying before the show informs the song and the song also informs the show in yeah. kind of in people's minds totally yeah. and that's uh, and that's how I feel about Tank a little bit too is um, yeah. uh, at Cowboy Bebop. I never. Uh, you watched the show. Like, how was the show? Because I actually never watched Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop. Bebop. Yeah. So the or very tank, little. The theme uh, is great. I think uh, you know the music of the show itself tends to be a little bit more broody uh, and kind of new agey. Like it's not strictly jazz like the like the opening theme is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it gives it a pop and cowboy bebop is definitely a show that pops i think right um so like it like i said it sets the tone even <clears throat> though not not all of the underscoring is like jazz a lot of it is yeah. the seat belts did the did the a right. lot of the songs for that but um it's not strictly jazz there's a lot of like there's even some soundscapey type right. things going on and i i remember one of the 
songs from the soundtrack of that show is called Seven Minutes, and the sh- the song mm-hmm. is like seven minutes long. And, oh yeah. uh, Do you remember it? No. I okay. Don't think so. It's called Seven Minutes. The I know song a lot is of called them. Seven minutes, and it's one. like. It starts off as a soundscape, and then there's, like, these little voiceovers that come in and out. And then by the oh, end okay. of the song, it's, like, a gang shootout. Like, the show is an anime show about, like, a, f- a future of humanity in space, like, in our solar yeah, system. Yeah. So okay. it really it doesn't have anything to do with, like, modern culture too much, like, modern-day culture. Oh, yeah. But um, the song, Seven Minutes, it's about... Like like the the soundscape kind of transfers into like this gang fight and there's just all these gunshots and like really cacophonous kind of sound things going on. It's weird and mm. not like I said not jazz at all, but um, like kind of like a minimalist type of thing or yeah, uh, yeah, something along those lines. That like twentieth twentieth century composing yeah. classical yeah. composition. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, there, there's great stuff. Uh, all over that soundtrack. I I really grown to like um, mushroom hunting. I really like that song. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's in the same kind of area. Interesting mushroom how they like hunting. develop. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah. the Yoko Kano's got a very and I think this. Uh, I don't want to generalize here, but it like the Japanese um, concept of jazz. I think is I think it's like a thing actually. Like if you go onto Wikipedia or something, there's like a uh, there's a page about like Japanese jazz. I think mm. and there's like because Japanese. The Japanese influence on mm. uh, jazz music is actually very interesting. Like they've really um, adapted like their own style. Like uh, uh, it really is amazing. So that's something I'd really like to investigate further. But um, oh yeah, uh, I think. Um, but there's definitely a distinct style. And then one of my uh, 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 one of my friends at uh, UNC was a uh, uh, was a saxophonist, and he uh, he's Japanese, and his recital was really the same way. Like a lot of the stuff, it was a lot of blues influence, but like, it was really kind of, I don't want to say it was hidden, but it was real. It it was really transformed. It was just very different. Um, Not, not really sure how to describe it. Like the Japanese, like they tend to like, there's a lot more uptempo, like very fast swing. Yes. Um, And that, but there's just like a a specific style. I I don't know. There's like a busyness and a drive to that. Yeah. Um, I think it's really cool. Even, yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, in general, I think that ja- one of the reasons I think that jazz themes are used so much in cartoons and and theme songs in general is that it's very versatile. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. it interacts, like it started kind of as an American, like African culture meets Western culture kind of blend. Right. And then, uh, but but it expanded and it has all these different variations and like, um, you know, Caribbean culture and and South American culture. They yeah. each have their and and now we're talking about Japanese culture. They each have their different take on what jazz can be. And yeah, I think it's that really the, cool. That's amazing. I it's, think that's basically how um the bossa nova, you know, was birthed. Bossa nova. Oh yeah. Birthed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't talk. Birthed. <laughs> Splish. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, uh, that's a great point. I just it's really amazing to see. And also, um, going so going back to the Japanese influence, like did uh, did you watch the um, the closing ceremonies for the Rio Olympics? And mm. they did they the the whole thing with you know Mario and yeah, uh, I saw some videos. Is that good? Did you hear the music in that? Because no, I I wasn't. Maybe it was wasn't so cool. Attention. Like um, yeah, it's just it's on YouTube. I, I bet so. Um, I think that's where I watched it. So, uh, 
yeah, it's just, it's really cool. It's like the same kind of stuff. Um, like a lot of like really technical trumpet lines and stuff like that. It's just, it's cool. really awesome. Um, and it was less. just in this like, you know, little like thing. Well, I mean, it was a big thing. It was the closing ceremony uh, for the Olympics. Um, but it was, um, but it's the same kind of thing. Like just, it's so their character and it's just, ah, I love it. It was, it was really cool. So watch that if you get a chance. Okay, uh, I will. And you guys uh, listening, hopefully check that out too. If you if you haven't checked that out, because it's uh, you know like televised events usually, especially like the Oscars and stuff. When you watch televised events, the the music kind of you know it's more of a joke. Like the music starts before the the person's speech is over, and then it's like ah, they're taking too long, <laughs> you know. So, but like the music, like they have people write music for those, you know. Uh, television events and stuff. Who wrote the theme song for the Olympics, by the way? Wasn't it John Williams? I thought it was... Uh, was it? was the John Williams, yeah. Oh, really? Okay, that makes yeah. sense. It's very trumpet-heavy. <laughs> yeah, I think... I'm pretty sure. Um, I wish we had a fact-checker. I was saying in my uh, last episode with uh, Kevin, I wish we had, like, a fact-checker like Screen Junkies does. Yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't sound like a total idiot <laughs> talk about this stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, but... Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure it was John Williams. Uh, yeah, it's so, you know, lots of, you know, televised events have, mm. uh, you know, like original music written for those things and lots of different, you know, like Joel McNeely, the, compo- the composer for uh, American Dad and all that stuff. Um, he did, uh, he did, like, they do the Oscars. They get, like, usually L.A. Yeah, people to do the, yeah. uh, write music for the Oscars and whatever stuff they have going on. So, cool. Uh, it's a... I think that's an honor. I don't. I wonder how much that pays. I'm not really sure, but that just that'd be a cool thing to do if you're out there on that uh, side of things. Um, yeah. Any other theme songs that you're kind of that you're thinking of that um, we talked I, about? There's so many. The thing also about you know trying to decide theme songs is like I was trying to really spread out and go to like different networks and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like I was trying to think by network because. Right. Nickelodeon, like they each kind of have a, an interesting style. I talk mostly about um, like Cartoon Network, but also like Nickelodeon's kind of got um, their own thing going on. Um, speaking of like jazz themes, like the the Hey Arnold theme, I I, I feel is a, a favorite among a lot of people, um, and uh, shows like that. Also, I, I kind of like Cat Dog. I used to not like the Cat Dog theme song, but now I kind of really do. I, <laughs> I the when I've listened to it recently and. Uh, did you, uh, did you, and I'm kind of, I don't know but this kind of area of cartoon theme songs, but like uh, superhero theme songs from like oh, yeah, the yeah. 90s cartoons. Oh, like, like Thundercats? Thundercats. Oh, yeah. Or like Batman, <laughs> Superman, yeah, uh, uh-huh. Ninja Turtles. Uh, um, I'm not really familiar yeah. with those, but there's got to be some. The teen, I like the, the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, like the, um, the, the one in the 80s was... Uh, uh, I think one of the the better ones. Uh, a lot of people talk about that. Uh, but the actually the the one the the newer one. What year was the newer the one that uh, the one that's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? That's the that's the second one. That's when they brought it. The is it the more recent one? Not the uh, not is the it the most recent animated? One? No, 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 not that one. Um, there was even one like early two thousands. I think wasn't there? Oh, I don't know. I can't. Uh, I can't remember. Um. But yeah, there's the one that goes Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, and the first one goes Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Is that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
Don't laugh at me. <laughs> Don't oh, laugh no, at my no, singing. <laughs> no, it's good. You got to give people a frame of reference. So. <laughs> yeah, trying. Yeah, trying to. Anyway. Maybe we'll make another show where we Zach and I just sing our yeah. version of all these things. That would songs. be. I'd be so down because we that. could do it. You could be like, <laughs> okay, and Shaolin Showdown. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, how would I do that one? Oh, uh, man. I kind of I used the Shaolin Showdown theme song. I kind of cheated a little bit. I used it on a, a school project. <laughs> I won't say which one it, it was, but oh, man, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I kind of cheated. Um, I used like the very end. Like I didn't even use like uh, any of the actual song. I just used like the very end, like where it does the little you know the the flute thing at the end. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> you know, yep. um, I used that part because I liked it. <laughs> I think um, one show that I do want to mention mm-hmm. that I put <clears throat> in the elite class of music in general is Animaniacs. I, yeah, okay, I freaking yes. love Animaniacs. I thought about doing that one for my list. And, because, yeah. I mean, they, they their scoring is like classic scoring. Like they really influenced by like Looney Tunes and, and yeah, stuff definitely. like that. Like a that's, continuation that's a of very that interesting tradition. Song. Yeah. Uh, I wrote, I kind of, uh, I adapted a version of that for Alex and I to play with me on trombone and him on piano, but we haven't really gotten around to <laughs> playing it yet, have we? I practice uh, it. We, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's up to me now, I guess. <laughs> uh, the pressure's on. It's, um, I made it very hard for myself. <laughs> no, Animaniacs um, is great. Uh, I think that, you know, they rely heavily on, like, classical music, and but then... Yeah. And, like... Absolutely. And recognizable tunes. Um but Animaniacs was like the first Family Guy in a way, and when you think about it, in terms of using music, because like they did the whole Pirates of Penzance thing, yeah, uh, like and you know Family Guy all over the place just does, uh, like ripoffs and a- adaptations and stuff. Where really they just change the lyrics and that's it. Um, it was so, so you I'll know talk about, I want to talk about all that stuff. I'll do that in a later episode. But, yeah. Um, sorry, what were you gonna say? Um. Animaniacs, like they have, because you know one of the bits of the show was that they, they kind of they have all these different kind of songs or musical numbers that they have interspersed throughout the show. So they have yeah. the um they have the nations of the world and the state capital songs, right? And they oh, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they had all those little a lot of mini, public domain songs. Yeah, too. Min, yeah, and mini shows, mini segments inside the show, like Pinky and the Brain. Pinky yeah. and the brain, right. we're pinky and the brain. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so yeah. nice. Um, that was much better than me. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I try. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and then um, like I still and my f- couple of my friends like memorized as kids those like the nations of the world song, which that's hard, dude. Yeah. That's not easy. Yeah, which is like what's the name? What's that song? That uh, that the Mexican hat dance? Is that what that is? Oh, so like the, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, so it goes like United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru, Republic, Dominican, Cuba, Caribbean, Greenland, El Salvador, too, Puerto Rico, Colombia, and it has like nice. literally ninety yeah. countries in there, and it gets faster with each verse, which is awesome. It's yeah. just it's just great creativity. Good voice talent and it's informative awesome. at the same time. And informative, e- educational. Kids today, they don't even, they wouldn't even know half those know. countries. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
cartoons have definitely changed. Uh, it's it's pretty crazy how much cartoons have changed over the years. So what did you say? What did you say determines most whether a theme song is good or not? What did you? What were the some of the things that you said? Oh well, I was kind of trying to go just like kind of purely based on the music, like uh, in terms of you know how my my general criteria when I do these lists and things. Well, this isn't like a ranked list, uh, right? That I did this time. Uh, kind of except for the top three, um, but it's kind of like I was just kind of going up based on how strong I think the tunes are. M- maybe not necessarily totally relating to the show. I just like if if they're you if if it makes sense, then it's it you know because like a lot of times theme songs are kind of don't really match the show, and I f- I felt like some of the some of these don't really, but then some kind of do. I was trying to make an effort to really kind of compare. Uh, or to really see how these shows reflect what the show is and how mm-hmm. they, you know, just the intros, like not so, not necessarily the show so much as like just at least the intro, you know, like how well does that music go with this intro gotcha. and like how does this music set up uh, auditorially? Is that the, is that the right word? Uh, how does it set up auditorially what the the animation does, uh, like with your you know with your eyes? So it's like how does it all you know, come together Fit to really, together, yeah. to, to make sense. Um, and so yeah, it was, it was kind of tough. Um, but, uh, and there's definitely more theme songs. I definitely want to do another one like this. So, cause there's a lot more theme songs that, to talk about and, uh, maybe try to rank them in some way. It's just really hard because there's so many great theme songs and so many great shows, so many great cartoons that it's yeah. really hard, but. Well, if you do rank them, have me back on the show because I'd okay. love to talk about sure. the ranks. Yeah, you bet. There's just so many good ones. I appreciate you coming uh, and hanging out with me this time. Um, I think we're uh, I think we're about done here. Um, yeah, so uh, just uh, gonna be playing some piano and uh, we'll 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 get to work on that Animaniacs thing and maybe we'll we'll play it on here or something. Play it on air. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, uh. At some point, yeah, we got to do that because we haven't really. I did that a while ago now. Um, but yeah, I think uh, we're a little bit over time. So thanks for hanging in there with us. Uh, uh, Alex, thanks for being on. Uh, I look forward to having you back to talk about more cool stuff. Thank you. I see you a lot, so I imagine I'll be, <laughs> I'll be back yeah. here soon enough. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. Woo, that was fun. Uh, that was a great episode. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, thanks for hanging in there with me. Um, hopefully you're not too disappointed about me uh, not being able to do the Family Guy stuff. Uh, I hope that this was a good replacement, but... Um, family guy maybe I'll, I'll try to maybe see if i can do that uh on the next episode i, I was also kind of thinking of talking about the uh uh james bond uh the different james bond theme songs um from those movies because i'm a i'm a huge uh, uh i'm a huge uh i'm a huge james bond fan that actually might be my you know favorite series of movies i know goldeneye is my favorite movie of all time so yeah so i don't know yet uh we'll see what i end up doing but uh hey in the meantime uh you know, thanks for listening. Uh, uh, check out my website, uh, www.mutecitymusic.com. Uh, I, there's a lot of exciting stuff coming up. I don't really want to talk about it yet because it's not, you know, for certain. But um, there's some things in the works that I uh, hopefully I'll get to tell you that hopefully I'll get to tell you guys about uh, soon enough. And what else? Oh yeah, um, uh, please check out my Patreon as well. Uh, Patreon.com/zd_mcm check that out because there's uh, lots of cool um, rewards and stuff on there that I've put together 
Um, I'm still kind of trying to figure all that stuff out, but uh, I that's a I feel like I have a good start on that. So um, so hopefully you'll uh, join me in my campaign, and uh, I can keep making these uh, podcast episodes. Hopefully you guys have been uh, enjoying them. And uh, you know I I use a lot of uh, songs in these podcasts uh, to kind of assist in me explaining these. Hopefully hopefully it helps. Um, but please go and uh, check these things out. They're all over uh, YouTube, and you know, buy the DVDs of all the buy the DVDs of everything that has this music on it. And uh, and I'll try to do my best to list everything uh, that we talk about, uh, either in my main topic, uh, my solo discussion, or with my guests. Uh, I'll try to I'll try to compile all this stuff. Um, it's just a lot. It's a lot of stuff. So. Um, yeah, just be. I uh, hope you guys are all checking this stuff out. Um, it's and uh, you know if if there's a if there's a topic that you'd like me to cover, uh, it'd be great if I had your uh, support on Patreon, and then I can I, I can uh, do some of that stuff that you guys suggest. So, all right, thanks again for tuning in. Um, I will uh, catch you guys next time. Peace. <laughs>